Shooters and shooters with brokers and shooters with broker CDs with my tutors and my tutors. Call me a terrible miracle. You can lie, Tita's still killing America. Be celebrated like Captain America. Fuck it up. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the podcast. Man, I'm a villain with chillin', so I'm never chillin'. I gotta make millions. I used to be dope with the dealin', but that got a ceiling, and we know the
streets ain't the same. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that's a vibe right there. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, one hour. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, as I hit the wrong button here. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the podcast. This is the KLP After Party Podcast, live and in the flesh. If you tune in for the Instagram version of the podcast, thank y'all. We are live early in the morning, actually. Typically, we do these things at night. Um, but yeah, we had to switch the schedule around this week. But ladies and gentlemen, shout out to everybody out there, to my Atlanta podcasters out there, y'all. If you are podcasting, you've been doing this thing for a while now. Yeah, uh, shout out to you guys, all the podcasters out there. Shout out to everybody who stays tuned to the show, whether it's the KLP After Party, the KLP Aftermath, KLP in the Morning, Spectrum Podcast, all the shows we got here from the KLP Network and the KLP Entertainment family. Thank y'all so very much. I'm your humbled, gracious, and highly favorite host, Kennedy Lucas here for the podcast. Welcome, guys. Now, we do have a slam dunk podcast for you guys this morning. Um, yes, typically I do this show at night, but we wanted to kind of flip it up because I actually got to the studio a little bit earlier than anticipated this morning. So I said, you know, let me go ahead and just knock out this podcast real quick for y'all. Um, it's a good podcast. Let's just go ahead and get this done and get this on out. Um, because number one, I love doing this podcasting and number two schedule is going to be a little different this week. In a good way, in a very, very good way. Uh, yes, we KLP entertainment, we are leaving on Friday night, we're heading back up to New York for the third time in a row. This is what we like to call our annual uh, our annual trip, mostly most of the time. But I'm excited because, you know, we're back, um, back into New York uh, starting Friday. We are filming uh, two documentaries, which one, the one I already announced, Freestyle Forever. Uh, part three, cannot wait to film that. And it's going to be a slam dunk good time in New York starting Friday. So if if I'm probably going to announce it throughout the shows this week, of course, obviously, you know, we will not be doing no podcasting here in the studio next week because we're not going to be here next week. So I always like to let, to let people know that uh, because a lot of people who, who tune into the show, they look and they say, hey, you know, KLP, he's not doing a podcast. He hasn't been doing podcasting this week. Is he okay? I'm fine. We're up there in New York starting Friday filming uh, two documentaries. So, yeah, that's what we got going on. But I had to play, at the in my intro, I had to play this artist because he's been in the topic of conversation as of late. But I'm excited. Those two. Killer Mike. Mike. Bring out the champagne, roll up an airplane. Life is a Hey, that song I played in the intro. Music computers and robbers and looters and looters with shooters. So I play that to say Killer Mike swept, swept the Grammys last night. Uh, look, say what you want about Run the Jewels. I love Run the Jewels. Congratulations to, to Killer Mike. Winning three, not one, not two, but three Grammy Awards last night. 
um, shout out to him because, you know, Killer Mike, I've been knowing Run the Jewels for a while now. Um, I can't say I knew Killer Mike when he first came out because I was a little bit too young to understand who he was at first. But as I get older, y'all, yes, I listen to Run the Jewels. Of course, I listened to when he went independent by himself with Outkast and other artists like Bun B and, and Pimp C. So Killer Mike had this album, of course, his the album that's, you know, three Grammys worth, you know, it was called Michael. I really recommend people listening to the album, listen to the deluxe version because you get a little bit more. But this album is quite, quite good. It's so good. It's one of those things where it's just so, I don't know, it's so impactful. It's so, it's so amazing, right? So very, very excited for that as well. I get very, very stoic when it comes down to this kind of stuff simply because when it comes down to artists who, and and you see, you know, it's a sweep, you, in, in his speech, he says, you're never too old to be recognized for your talent, right? Because he's, I, I don't want to, he's not a newer act, right? He's, he's an older act, but this album, I've, I've seen reviews, I've seen his interviews, I've seen all of the press that he's been doing when it's been going down to that. He has been doing some amazing, and I do really mean this, guys, really amazing stuff when it comes down to it. So I am humbled to, you know, not only, not only uh, be a fan of Killer Mike, uh, but to just indulge in his music. And this album was my album of the year 2023 no pun intended because he won the grammy for best rap album of the year but this was the album that i've been listening to a lot you know this the in 2023 you know so i get very stoic i'm very very excited for killer mike i am glad that he won i do say though shout out to him i do say that he's okay i do hope he's okay because if y'all didn't know killer mike got arrested right after the like during the grammys so i'm still kind of waiting to see what happened and if i find out what happened i'll probably talk about it more on the klp aftermath podcast with rocco but um it was last night i'm watching you know watching some of the grammys via social media because um i didn't i didn't stream it because i was watching other stuff but uh i saw you know he's winning three grammys and then i'm seeing everybody else's grammy wins right but but 20 minutes, so an hour later, we're seeing news feeds of him getting arrested. And I'm like, everybody's like, what? what's going on? So apparently, uh, he got arrested for, uh, what in the, in, the, in the blogs, they say, in the, uh, in, the, uh, in the blogs, they say that he's got arrested for a misdemeanor, right? I think it is just very, very unfortunate that, you know, the night of all nights that he solidifies his hard work, solidifies his whole his whole bag of winning three Grammys, and now that he is being detained uh, on Grammy night, right? Um, I do say that it's very, very unfortunate for Killer Mike. It's just one of those things where it it quite didn't make sense when it came down to it. I'm trying to go through the search page here. I don't know why they won't load it up for me, but... Um, as we get it up here, got arrested for a misdemeanor, right? And of course they were talking about, um, the team, Michael's team and whatnot. Let me see if I can pull up the, the video of him getting, uh, detained so I can kind of better analyze it for sure. Uh, let's see, let's go to complex. Shout out to complex, by the way, for sure. Um, 
Because I had it last night. I don't know why like it wouldn't come up for me now. But yeah, getting arrested for, you know, a misdemeanor, a night of all nights. Or some people say, some people are rioting. I kind of riot for that too, simply because, you know, it's Grammy's night, right? And cops, they're going to do whatever just to kill the mood because, you know, they just got to kill the mood. Just one of those things that it does happen in today's society. And it's just very, very unfortunate when it comes down to it. Here's the video, by the way. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, guys. Unfortunately, after this, that's it. So, basically, that's Killer Mike's team and the officers trying to understand what's going on here. And I like to do those, too. Somebody saying, what the fuck? Do him like that, man. Why did y'all strip away his happiness? And the, his, I agree. The one happiness. Why y'all strip that away from him? Y'all couldn't wait. Y'all couldn't wait until tomorrow or next week to do this shit. Why did y'all have to do it like that? Y'all did it at the Grammys after he won three Grammys, bro. Whoa. And he's a Southern hip hop artist. Southern hip hop artists yep. don't often win Grammys, bro. Like, come on, man. This was wild. And you can tell that this was set up. Like, somebody. Had a nefarious plan this entire time. Like they will sit back there like Mr. Bob Simpsons. Like, <laughs> excellent. I'm gonna go ahead and let him win three Grammys, and then he's gonna be escorted off the stage to police cars and all that shit. That's fucking wild, bro. And nobody could give this man a heads up. You like when they started you. seeing the police enter the building and all that stuff, they were asking for Killer Mike. No one could radio or. Get the message or send a text or FaceTime or do anything. All right. Let- yeah. So like I say, I agree with this uh, this content creator. You know, it is very, very unfortunate when it comes down to artists that just has the moment to celebrate a great night and to really indulge in the night and just really be successful at one of the, the, the greatest nights that he can ever have in his career, or at least one of them, right? And now it turns out to now, hey... I'm getting arrested, right? Uh, I do give props to Killer Mike because he is—he did take it like a champ, right? He didn't get so emotional um, because that's what they want us to do. They want us to, when we're getting detained, we 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 get emotional, and then they think we're being combative, right? So I I applaud Killer Mike for for for. Uh, taking this like a champ and just like say, yep, I'm getting detained. I'm just going to chill and see what the, the hell this is about, right? Um, I honestly do I do agree they could have waited until an, a further day because it's not like he's a violent man. He just was celebrating a great victory, and now that's being stripped of his, his happiness is being stripped from it. So that's what a lot of people are saying. I kind of agree with this too because – you know, this this winning three Grammys is not like just winning a participation award. It's three Grammys for crying out loud. That solidifies your whole. That solidifies your whole art ordeal. It's a It just kind of does justice when it comes down to that. Of course, um, shout out to the Breakfast Club. They had something to say on too. On YouTube, with every single conspiracy theory under the sun. Where is the conspiracy theories about this? You can't tell me this is not a conspiracy. I don't know what the conspiracy is yet, but the fact that Killer Mike swept the Grammys last night. Yep, he every did. rap category, and none of the rap categories was televised, and then he got detained and arrested. 
Killer Mike was about to buy NBC. Okay, or at the least, <laughs> at the least, BET. All right, now we we all know Killer Mike is a radical black man, great human being, one yeah. of my top five favorite rappers of all time, but an amazing human. Okay, philanthropist, entrepreneur, Morehouse graduate, everything. Morehouse graduate, by the way, down the street from the Killer studio. Is, and he got a black wife. Drop one of clues bombs for Shea Bigger. Okay. Yeah. There's nothing I wanted more than to hear Killer Mike's acceptance speech live on TV. And I believe that the powers that be had to keep Killer Mike from that stage at all costs, okay? At least on the, the live television portion. I believe that as soon as they decided he was going to win those awards, then immediately they devised a plan to keep him from spreading his unapologetic blackness to the world. First, you know, they just didn't televise the awards. Then he just mysteriously gets handcuffed and detained over an alleged physical altercation yep. and then released, you know, right after the awards are over. This is why I wanted Jay-Z to go further in his speech last night in light of those circumstances. Yeah, because I'm sure everybody saw it at the Grammys. Icon Award, you know, he did acknowledge. Yeah, so like I say. And Killer Mike did a whole dance too. Like he just the joy and the happiness that you can see in his face winning these Grammys, right? Yeah, like I say, just one of those things, man. Like, we just, hey, it's, it might be conspiracy. I, look, look. But shout out to, to Killer Mike again. Shout out to uh, Killer Mike and his team for such a great album. I still listen to it. Uh, but moving more over to the, uh, to the excuse me, the Grammys, uh, Charlemagne the God said on the donkey of the day about his acceptance speech here. And of course, Jay-Z wins the uh, Global Impact Award. You got SZA to win the best R&B uh, song. Best new artist, Victoria Monet. Very, very excited for her career. Skyrocket. I put that on my mama. I'm just kidding. Uh, comedy album, Dave Chappelle. You got best improvised jazz solo by Samara Joy. You got uh, best contemporary Christian music by Lecrae. Best Global uh, Gospel Performance by Kirk Franklin. And Best Reggae Album by Julian Marley. Uh, a lot of people won some stuff. Even SZA broke down some stuff here. I'm sorry. I'm out of breath because I was... And I saw this. She was like, Taylor, I love you. And then I took a shot and I ran here. <laughs> but... New K and I have been friends since 2013 when we were both... On a tiny Red Bull tour together, opening up in small rooms for like a hundred people. Could you imagine? Being on the stage with her, so amazing. I'm so grateful. I would like to thank my parents, my mom and my dad, God, Top Dog Punch, all at TDE, and my siblings at TDE, to my godparents, to my niece. I just, I'm sorry. I'm just really over. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you don't really understand. Um, I came really, really far, and I, I can't believe this is happening. The, the motion, it's kind of cute. <laughs> I love you. Uh, I love you. Ah, um, <laughs> uh, shout out to SZA. Uh, yeah, shout out to all the winners. Really, um, I just, you know, I am glad that you know a lot of of my favorite artists, SZA, Victoria Monet, um, Killer Mike, Jay Z. I'm glad that they won 
all the all, and Tyler won for best uh, African music, which I knew I knew that was coming because she had. I mean, Water's a global sensation right now, so um, very very excited. I'm glad. I'm so glad to see all of my favorite artists to win these kind of you know awards and whatnot. But you know, I, there's something in the back of my mind where I just kind of be like, okay, a little bit unfortunate with, with Killer Mike after you know after all of that. Shout out to. You know, Miley Cyrus for winning uh, a Grammy. And, of course, who else won? Taylor Swift won a, a Grammy, which, you know, we kind of saw that coming as well. So a lot of people won some great awards. So I get very, very excited for that. I know these artists is going to celebrate um, a whole heck of a lot of um, celebrations with the Grammys. But, you know, there's just something in the back of my mind with that, too. I just get kind of I get very, very uh, upset. But shout out to the artists. <laughs> Shout out to the artists indeed. So coming up next, I wanted to do a movie review because over the weekend, I did have a chance to relax, <laughs> first of all, first and foremost. Um, but I've watched this movie and I know I might be a little late to the game when it comes down to this movie because this movie's been out since 2019. Um, this movie is called Waves. Shout out to Netflix and Waves. <laughs> This movie, I got to say it's good, y'all. This is a movie that maybe you might have missed, but it's one of those movies that doesn't get a whole lot of recognition. First of all, A24 did this movie. So obviously, A24 is a film production company that specifies and just really good movies where they really take their time and they do they their thing in these movies so waves is starting kevin uh kelvin harris jr taylor russell alexa uh demi she also was in um euphoria star sterling k brown if you don't know who sterling k brown is go google him because he's an icon actor from this is us down to black panther and he's been in all a lot of other amazing movies uh lucas hedges and renee uh, Elise Goldsberry. Now, this movie is about a family that, you know, the Williams family that works really hard. They got a nice house, right? The dad, played by Sterling K. Brown, Ronald Williams, he pushes his son, Tyler Williams, played by Kelvin Harris Jr. Um, Ty, excuse me, Tyler is a uh, high school wrestler, right? So he, he does wrestle. He's on the wrestling team for high school. And he's working hard for not only the scholarship for college, but just trying to be the perfect the, the, perf the perfect athlete and, you know, try to be the perfect guy in school. But then the dad, being that the dad is, you know, work hard. Um, I'm going to push you because I have to because, you know, we're we're African-American in America. So we have to work twice as 10 times as harder, which I do believe that. Yes, us African-American, we, we do sometimes have to work twice as hard than the average. Right. And it's just kind of like the hard life that, you know, the dad is portraying on the son. Now, the son, however, is dating Alexa Dermis's uh, Demi's character, Alexis Lopez. Right. They are in love. They're high school sweethearts, but then they have a fallout because she is pregnant, right? So Tyler being super pushed by her, by his dad, 
you can only imagine how pissed off the dad would be if Tyler had a baby or did have a baby in high school when they're only seniors in high school, right? So it's kind of that family dynamic. The sister, Emily Williams, played by Ms. Taylor Russell, uh, you know, she's kind of the, the quiet sister, the at peace sister. And then towards the end of the movie, she is kind of like her own movie towards the end. I'll explain that uh, in a few minutes. Um, Going off for Tyler, you know, he had a shoulder, chest, a pec injury to where he, when he, he wrestles, he damaged his, um, I think his uh, tissue, torn tissue in his biceps due to his shoulder. So he's injured, but he feels like he's a failure when it pertains to um, his dad. And I do say to that, to a lot of people out there that, you know, especially to the dads out there, don't push your kids so hard, Right. Um, I know my dad didn't push me so hard, right? My dad has explained to me before, like, hey, you know, it's hard in America when you grow up, you'll realize some things and you'll realize, you know, growing up, you have to work as a man and you have to, especially African-American male, we have to work twice as hard to try to put up this front that like, hey, we're respectable here in America. So that part I get. That's the part my dad always taught us. And, you know, but I do say it's okay to cut back on your kids. Right. And that's something the dad in this movie didn't want to do. He didn't want to cut back. Right. He believed in hard work and being strict. But to what cost? Because now Tyler feels like he's a failure because he had that torn uh, muscle to his shoulder and to his chest. So he he's cut from wrestling team. He's still part of the team, but the scholarship might be gone. Right. So he feels like a failure. He got his girlfriend pregnant. So that's also feeling like a failure in that aspect. So Tyler and the girlfriend, Alexis, have a, a, a kind of a fallout. They say, we're, we're done. We're over. Um, they were going to get an abortion, right? They went to the abortion clinic. And then, of course, we all know in today's society, when you go to abortion clinic, you know, you're going to have some people outside yelling and screaming at you, saying that, hey, you're going to go to hell. And he really snapped. That one scene he snapped when one Karen called him the N-word. I agree with him with that. If somebody ever calls me the N-word, I'm I'm going to snap off, right? Because it's such a hateful word. So I'm fighting somebody if somebody called me the N-word, who don't, regardless who you are. But anyway, so they, he's upset about that, and then she can go through with the abortion, right? So she wants to keep it, <laughs> right? So she wants to keep it and have a kid in high school, right? So Tyler gets pissed off and mad, and then they end up fighting, and then they broke up, and then... This is where Tyler takes a turn, right? Because Tyler takes a turn when he's popping pain pills, popping pill. He's missing pills with smoking weed, with drinking. Those are the things you three things you don't want to mix. But he mixed them all. He's throwing up his acid. He's throwing up stomach acid. He's throwing up his heart out because he's drunk and taking pills. Yeah, that was, that scene was disgusting when he was. And it was clunky. It was gross looking. But continuing on, he loses his mind. And, of course, he has a temper, right, because he's part of the wrestling club. So he's very, very – I don't want to say he's violent, but he, he he has a temper, right, when it comes down to it. He's very, very aggressive, I would say. And then it was prom night. He didn't – he was grounded from – it's because they he had an argument, text argument with his girlfriend. He was losing his mind, kept hitting himself, went crazy, tore up his room, punched a hole in the wall. So, of course, the parents grounded him for that, right? So he leaves out um, – you know, the girlfriend goes and find 
her best friend, she took her best friend to prom, to which the best friend was gay. But Tyler thought that was her new man. So he got pissed off and jealous with that. So he went, <laughs> still you guys, this, this, this story is getting a little. Uh, so he goes out, even though the parents didn't want him to, he just pushes his dad and say, you know, F you, um, because that's not really, the mom's not really their mom. That's the stepmom that came into the picture, by the way. I didn't mention that part. Their mom died and then the dad remarried. So... He goes to this house party after the prom and he's stalking the girlfriend and getting aggressive. I guess he punches her really hard to death or maybe she he punches her and then she hits something. I don't know how that, that scene happened so fast. I thought I was just like, damn, man, you must be Superman. You just punched her and now she's dead, you know, so she might hit something and she's pregnant. So that might have been a matter of fact there, too, because she dies. Right. So he second degree murder to the girlfriend. He gets sentenced 30 years in prison. And now the story kind of turns into the sister, right? Where the sister meets a guy named Luke, played by Lucas Hedges, and they fall in love. And then they have the same kind of, um, same kind of personality because she's kind of the quiet type, right? So she's quiet, very reserved. And now it turns into like as if she's in her own movie, right? So, um, and then the family's just coping with it. The, you know, Tyler, he's got, you know, second degree murder. You're not getting off of that. After 30 years, you're on probation, but that's 30 years. You just you just messed up your life for that, right? Uh, so such a good movie. I recommend people taking a look at it, taking a watch because it's so good. I like the way, the way it, it was filmed. It was a little bit jarring at first at the beginning where it was a car scene and the camera's doing kind of like a 360 kind of shot. And it was like very, very for me, because my eyesight, because these are new glasses, it was very, very blurry at times when they do shots like that. I'm like, okay, I, I need to look away because I'm getting dizzy. Um, wouldn't really, really recommend those type of shots, but it's such a good movie um, from an aspect perspective. So good. I really recommend people watching it. It's available right now on Netflix. It's a good one. A24, they make some very, very good movies. And we shouldn't sleep on their movies. We really shouldn't. Absolutely not. Um, so next, moving on to the podcast. And we have our three questions that you guys put into the forum. I always like to do this when it comes down to it. You know, when you guys put in questions, I like to answer those questions for sure. Um, so I got three questions here. We'll answer and then we'll wrap up the pod for this morning. We'll be back uh, tomorrow for KLP Aftermath Podcast. Me and Rocco will be back. Um so the first question is, what's the best way to travel? Shout out to all the travelers. The best way to travel, and, and they, it's kind of like multiple choice here. They have plane, car, train, and ATC. I traveled two out of the four. Um, I traveled, or well, actually three out of the four. If you if you want to if you want to include a cruise ship. I've been on a cruise ship going to Mexico. That was fun. Very, very fun. Shout out to the squad, Alex and Shaheem and Harmony and and me and rest in peace for, for Rodley, good friend of ours that fortunately passed away. Um, so I've been on, I, I've cruised to Mexico, so that kind of counts. I think the best way to travel, I'm going to say two out of these right because if you're on a cruise ship that's the best way because it's like you're sleeping on there you're resting you're relaxing you're eating 
You're doing all the excursions. You're on the jacuzzis. Uh, back then in 2016 is when I went. I couldn't go now because, like, I've seen videos on TikTok to where a lot of cruise ships, they just don't look as fun. <laughs> it looks very, very vacant. It looks disgusting. It doesn't look like it's been the deck's been clean. And it's not really much to do on a cruise ship as of today because of, you know, COVID messed everything up. But back in 2016, yeah, everybody was everywhere on the cruise ship. And we're going to Mexico. So that's the best the best way to travel, maybe not in today's uh, standard. Um, I would say cruise ship is number one, and then the plane, number two. The reason why I say plane, because haha, I'm getting ready to get on one on Friday. Can't wait. So excited. Um, planes are good when you need to get somewhere quicker, right? I'm taking a plane uh, ride to New York. That's a two-hour and 15-minute flight. If you took your car, that's going to be a 12-hour drive. So I would rather take two hours to travel versus 12 hours to travel, right? I had some friends who (laughs) drove to New York for 12 hours. I couldn't do that. I would lose my patience. I would rather spend money on a plane ticket um, so that way I'm there quicker. And you're up in the sky and you get to look down below. You see the earth down below, right? You see the small little ants. Those are cars, right? So that's the best way to travel. Uh, Second best uh, way to travel. I do like to travel. Well, well, with with that, with both. I would say I like to travel when it's a night flight, but I like day flights too. I think night flights are very interesting because it's, it's dark. And like when you're close to the city, all you see is the pretty lights. Those are the buildings and the houses and whatnot. So I do like that. And that's something I'm going to experience Friday night because I am leaving out that Friday night. Um, But yeah, plane is the second best. Car is good if you are driving like 30, 20, 30 minutes, 40 minutes maybe. But if you're taking a, a road trip, then car may not be the best one because you're you're in a, a compact car for so many amount of hours. You don't really want to dabble so much into it. So that's what I say. Cruise ship is first, plane is second, and the car is third. I can't really speak too much on train. Um, I have been on train. If you want to count the Martyr train station and the New York train station, that's a good way. But I do remember, and this happened both in because uh, we took a train. There was they had a train station in Miami too when I went to Miami. Uh, trains are a little bit. They smell right. Um, they smell and you got a lot of people that might be sick and there's, you know, I know in New York, there's homelessness that they, they, Hey, they're free to go on the trains, public transportation. So they're free to hop on the train if they got a plane ticket, right. Or a train trick uh, ticket. Right. Um, so that's, that's kind of the, the niche of it all is like, you know, the trains go by really fast, but it smells, it rocks a little, you might get dizzy if you're moving too much, you got to sit down. So that's why I say train is the, is the least favorite, unless you're riding a bullet train, which I've never rode a bullet train. So I can't really speak too much on that. So, uh, yeah. Uh, the next question, what song always puts you in a good mood? Um, I think songs that put me in a good mood is any type of R&B type songs. I really love R&B. Um, but also gospel. Gospel also puts me in a good mood to where if I'm stressed out about something or I'm upset about something, then I'm loading up a a gospel soundtrack, whether it's Travis Malloy or uh, Q Parker or who else I like, um, Jokia, right? Or um, um, I forgot my other favorite um, female uh, gospel artist. But I always like to put on my gospel 
uh, music when I can. Uh, when I'm feeling distressed or uh, anxious or upset about something, then I'm listening to gospel to get me back in a cheery mood. But I do like R&B. R&B is another way way to go when it comes down to it. Can't name you my favorite R&B or my favorite gospel song because I got so many. Can't do it. Uh, the next and final question, what type of kid were you? Were you spoiled, rebellious, well-behaved, quiet, and anxious? Um, when I was a kid, I got to say I was very well-behaved sometimes. <laughs> um, I I don't seek trouble. I never seek trouble with my parents. Now, have I gotten trouble by my parents? Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah, we all have, right? I had my share, fair share of whoopings and yellings and groundings and things taken away from it. Yes. When I was a kid, yes. I've done some things, some courageous things that I knew I knew better, but I did, did them anyway, right? Um, but for the most part, we were well behaved. Uh, we can clean up our room for, for shit, though. Um, that's one thing. we. That's the one thing me and my brother got in trouble with the most is not having our room cleaned. But being that our parents were, more so my dad, was strict about the room cleaning part, it kind of makes sense now because now in my house, everything's clean. I'm a neat freak, right? So it's a weird dynamic when it comes down to, uh, when it comes down to you know when we were raised and they tell us the importance of having the house clean and the the room clean and whatnot. Now I understand. I understand the importance of it because every morning I'm making I you know as I got a little older, maybe junior high, private school, and high school, and now all the way up to college and graduated college, and now me being a full blown adult. Um, now everything is clean. Everything's wiped. Think I do spring cleaning every Sunday. My beds are made every morning. Um, when I get up, doesn't matter if I'm, and I've said this a lot, if I'm going to be late for work, I'm going to be late for work because my bed needs to be made, right? I need to straighten up because when I come home, it's nice and clean and smells good, right? So I like a clean house. I think I said this story when I talked to, when I was talking about relationships, when it come down to it, that, uh, I've been to a lot of um, girlfriends, if you will, houses, and they're junky, and that that bothers me. That's I'm very anxious with that. I'm very OCD when it comes to that. So when you see my spaces in my home, it's clean, spotless. Floors are not mopped. Bathrooms clean. Floors are vacuumed everywhere. Bed is made. Air freshener and the candles going on. Everything is neatly placed. Yeah. We're we're neat freaks when it comes down to that kind of stuff um, because I, I like a nice, solid, clean house. I do. Um, so that's one of the things that does happen. It does get get me going. And I really recommend a lot of people with having a clean house. So I would say to that question, what kind of kid was I? Well behaved. Um, I, want, I don't want to say I was quiet. Um, I was very playful as a kid. I was very like wanting to do something new. Um, wanted to try something different and wanted to have that reaction, I guess, is what I would say. So that's the kind of kid I was when to answer those questions for sure. So comment below what kind of kid were you and also comment below what do you guys think of um, the best way to travel? I definitely do want to hear from all of you guys when it comes down to that as well uh, as we get ready to wrap up the podcast for sure. As I say, guys, please make sure that you guys stay tuned for uh, more podcasting uh, 
more podcasting coming out later this week. Tomorrow we're going to be back here when it comes down to um, the KLP Aftermath podcast for sure. As I try to get a song here and get get us going here, songs are really okay. We'll, we'll play that one. We'll play that one because Valentine's Day is almost here. Of course, I ain't going to be here in Atlanta for Valentine's Day. I'm going to be in uh, New York, but this is what we got going on. Yeah. Black Valentine. Waiting for you here in the crossfire. Give me a sign. This beat is dope. Thank y'all for staying tuned for the podcast. Show me something I can work with. Hey, hey. Stay tuned. KLP Aftermath Podcast tomorrow. Special podcast coming this week. And just remember, after that, we're going to be closing up shop for next week as we travel. New York City. Hey. Hey. Shout out to Jarrell Perry. Such a good album, too. This is RB right here. Hey. Thank y'all so much. We out of here. and the Heat 94.6 brings back the hottest hip-hop radio show live from KLP Entertainment and KLP Studio. Morning with your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas. You know what it is, put your hands up. Tune in now on any audio platform. Go.